0: When I was a young therapist, I did not take the continuing education thing seriously. Like, I got my license, and then I got my, um, you know, credentials, and I just kind of, you know, went to the classes that were free, <laughs> the ones that were closest, the most accessible, uh, the cheapest, the less expensive. I didn't really care what the topic was. Just get those requirements done and turn it into the board and get that license renewed and there you have it. So that, that was back in the day when I was a young therapist, maybe in my early 30s. And you know, it wasn't until I really started getting hungry for growth that my practice really started blossoming. My name is Monica Mauer. I am a licensed therapist and supervisor. I'm also the director of the Center for Transformation Institute. At the CFT Institute, we exist to partner with therapists to help therapists grow personally so that they can also grow professionally. So we do that by implementing some strategies that I talk about in future episodes, but today what we're going to talk about is being a hungry therapist. What does it mean to be hungry? It's not obviously about eating food, you know, everybody's hungry for food, of course, we're human, but... I'm talking about being hungry for growth hungry for knowledge there's so many things that can get in the way of us being hungry for the growth and knowledge that is going to help us be successful in our profession and I think the first thing that really gets in the way is that we don't always actually really like ourselves if you don't like yourself you can't be hungry If you don't like yourself, then you're living in shame, and that is the opposite of creativity and risk-taking. You cannot be creative and take risk if you're living in shame. It's actually a neurological, a neurobiological fact that shame shuts down your creativity, your engagement with life. And being hungry is about being creative. It's about engaging. It's about getting excited and so there's so many things that get in the way for us as therapists in terms of us liking ourselves you know a lot of us got into this profession because of what we went through as kids and you know we hopefully are doing our own work doing our own therapy um but but you know, there is so much to go through when we have had developmental trauma. There's so much healing to go through to actually get to the place in our lives where we like ourselves, where we love ourselves, where we engage with our unique expression, who we are meant to be on the earth and really accept it fully for who who it is and who we are so that we can live in the sense of motivation and creativity and ability to take risks and grow. So, so important to like ourselves. And I think that that then leads us to my second point, which is we need to get interested in the thing that we're meant to do. So a hungry therapist gets attached to the things that they really find satisfying. So we know as therapists, we can go to many continuing education classes. We can go to credentialing programs. We can become credentialed in EMDR, trauma therapy, CBT, DBT, um, addiction work. And when somebody's credentialed, it's like, yeah, that person's got the stamp of approval. They are an expert on this subject. But so often as therapists, we're kind of like, I don't know. I don't know which direction I want to go. I don't know what specialization I want to have. It's so important to figure that out. But a lot of us are kind of lost in the exploration of that. And I think the reason for that is because at the ages of 4 to 12... We were supposed to have had guidance from our parents or from other people in the community, teachers, coaches, to say, hey, you're really good at this. This is who you are. This is how you are created to be. This is the thing that you're good at. And then that gives us a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment and helps us know, okay, this is how I discover who I want to be on the earth and what really brings me me fulfillment. If a person does not have that, what happens is they're left to find satisfaction in false things, things that don't ever really bring satisfaction, like addictive processes or substances, and it's really distracting from the true identity, the true mission that that person has been created on this earth to do and be and to experience and to offer to the others around them, so so important for us to really fill in that gap if we have not, and discover what is it, what does it mean to be me. When I first started, I didn't know. I was like, eh, just go to these classes, kind of learn a plethora, you know, large general idea of what I want to do, um, or how you know to get this education um, requirement out of the way. And it wasn't until years in when i really saw some of the therapists around me and you know, figuring that out and finding their niche and i said i want to do that too and i just started trying some things and and those things have really fit and they really have impacted my effectiveness with my clients because i have been able to sink my teeth into the information own it and love it and use it in my own life for growth and then be able to offer that as an experience for my clients as well and it has been amazing. And so the last thing I think that we really need to do as therapists is to consider the way that we spend our time. Now, of course, we need to rest and that is such an important thing, the self-care and Taking a day a week to really relax and rejuvenate, do the things that you love to do, and then we work you know the, the the other five, six days a week we work, we get our things done. but a lot of times we fill our time with fruitless things, things that are not productive, things that I would say are almost squandering our time, stealing our time, time stealers, things that don't have any value in the big picture of life, don't have value for helping us, don't have value for helping others. Sometimes those things are harmful and sometimes they're just pointless. They're ridiculous, they're not helpful. And so that is a challenge to therapists everywhere. Let's think about the, the way that we're spending our time. Let's think about the things that we're doing with our time and how if we are intentional, if we think about what, you know, what we're doing with our life, how we're spending each day, how we're spending each moment and really be intentional it can be so healthy and so grow uh, such a growth opportunity for for us and for our our clients if we don't grow they don't grow and so the stakes are high the stakes are high in terms of how we spend our time and please hear what I said before it's not about not resting not replenishing we need to do that but I think hungry therapists really deduce what are the things that I'm doing with my time? How effective and helpful are they for me? And how will they impact the people around me? And they go for uh, eliminating the, the pointless, the things that are not helpful, or they have no, um, no, no, no status in terms of providing foundation and growth for our lives so that is a little bit about hungry therapists we'll be talking more about some ways to dig in in future episodes i look forward to talking again soon